Hello, everyone, and welcome back. It's the Pay to Play podcast. We took a bye week, just like the Cleveland Browns. I'm Frank Geib. I'm with James Edzikowski, and we're going to be joined with a special guest, Jake Kusha, to go over, uh, you know, the MLB postseason, the World Series right now between the uh, Astros and the Nationals. Nationals take a 1-0 lead yesterday, James. Uh, and it's it's October still, guys. Um, you know, we're, we hope you're excited to tune into it jam-packed episode but we're gonna start you off with some fun facts about pumpkins james what do you got for the listeners uh what what season is it as well james what season is it it's it's locktober season it's it's it's, big boy season i didn't see the instagram come out did it Did Um, i don't think it is no it's Uh, not yet don't let's not let's not taint the listeners minds i think bennett is he will officially bring that word out when we got some big we got some big boy pumpkin facts though yeah, we do have those. Um, so I'm a big pumpkin guy. Some some people might go as far as to call me a pumpkin slut. I, I go for anything pumpkin. Um, uh, I'm telling you, English muffins, waffles, uh, anything you can put pumpkin in, donuts, I, I do it all. Uh, but here we go. Uh, the largest pumpkin pie ever made was over five feet in diameter, weighed over 350 pounds, and it used over 80 pounds of cooked pumpkin, 36 pounds of sugar, 12 dozen eggs, 144, for those of you that are mathematically challenged. And it to- took about six hours to bake. Um, and so that was one hell of a pumpkin pie. Frank, you and I did that pizza challenge like a little while back, back in uh, late April. Um, Might have been even early May, I think, when we did it. And that was uh, something else. That pizza was about 14 pounds. Uh, this pumpkin pie, 350 pounds. Go in a picture think- of it. Do you think you could eat it in a year? Like, you think if they give you a year to eat 350 pounds of pumpkin pie for $100,000, you think you would do it? I think so. I think so. Um, $10,000? $10,000? Um, now yeah, I, no. n- oh, now I'm a little more unsure, but I still think so. Like, right, you would go um, for that? Dude, like, that's a lot of weight. I mean, all right, I like it. What's the largest pumpkin ever grown? Uh, I think that's what eleven hundred pounds, Frank. Correct me if I'm wrong on that. Yeah, I think I'm seeing here eleven, eleven forty, um, over a thousand. Eleven forty, wow, dude. Pumpkins are cool, man. They're really cool. Um, are you gonna make a jack o' lantern? Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, we got some pumpkin carving slated for early next week if all goes well. Ooh, so I'm looking we forward go. to that. I'm gonna probably put a there stencil on there and go to town. Um. Actually, so I did just a little math on the uh, the pumpkin pie deal. So, like, your average one you buy at the store is about one and a half pounds. And so that's like eating, like, I guess, 350 over, pounds, one and a half. It's over yeah. 200. Yeah. If you eat over 200 pumpkin pies, that's almost one a day. Or, like, you know, you, the other day. You could do that. I think I could. Like, that would not work out well enough. But <laughs> Dude, I, you'd really be <laughs> sick of it, though. I love pumpkin probably, pie. Let's, let's move on. Yeah, that, that, too much pumpkin talk, even guys, for a guy like me. Guys, go get yourself some pumpkin pie just anywhere. Um, but, James, let's let's talk about our betting updates. Our, our bye week is over. Um, I didn't even last the whole week, I'll be honest. I, I started betting. I had to throw on the Ohio State game. I threw on the team total. I didn't throw on the big spread. I was nervous. But uh, Buckeyes are the money machine, ATM. Um, Ryan Day, doesn't he knows good teams don't just win, they cover. So, uh, I, I – I uh, ended up losing on the week, though. Just only seven dollars, so you know, fairly. Oh, that's any manageable. That's you yeah, know, my, I was up at the end of the week, and the Eagles Cowboys game killed me. And the start of this week, I'm terrible. I'm two. I'm two and thirteen in my last fifteen bets. So that's that's how I'm doing. I got a lot riding on the Cavs over. It's looking good here early in the Cavs season opener, guys. That's it going on right now. But James, we got so many betting sports to go right now. Like, take what have, what have we got on the docket this week? The craziest like, week any- in sports. Any sport you want, you can bet on it. Like, it's that awesome. Uh, so I will say just, you know, down $7 on the week, Frank, that's the price, price of admission. You know, you're, you're not – you're okay paying for that. You had a front-row seat to all those games on your couch. Even those that you didn't watch, it was, they had, you had a front-row seat mentally uh, in those games. So $7, that's pocket pocket change. Uh, good, I'm glad you got your feet back wet. I, I've had a slow start to this week. I did take the whole week off. Uh, one on the Pats Monday and then uh, – Yesterday, a uh, little, little tough luck with the no-run first inning in the Nationals game. But I was on their money line, so it, it evened out. 
Um, yeah, I'm like 0 six this week. It's tough, but that, we have we hurts. have NH we have NHL season started. The NBA just started a, a couple nights ago or last night, uh, Tuesday. Major uh, League Baseball World Series. MLS is in the uh, conference semis. For anyone who wants to bet some uh, U.S. soccer, college football as always part of the season. Uh, big games coming up this weekend. Um, and even some golf, there was like, uh, some skins bets going on between like Rory and tiger and, uh, Jason day early on this week or something. So plenty of sports. Um, and, and with that, James, we got some locks though, for our fans. Um, we're sticking with, uh, some sports we know football as, as we've been, but what, what do we got on the docket for your, your lock? My lock. With another... I love college football, man. There's something about it. Um, and so my lock David Shaw, I, I don't know if this is – it's always tough when you're evaluating the Reddit feed because, one, you know you're a little bit desperate if you are, you know, scrolling down the Reddit, um, the, the sports yeah, book subreddit. Reddit. there's sometimes some good info. There you're is. Doing some, you're doing diligence. You are. Um, and so that's what I was doing exactly today. Um, your due diligence. And so David Shaw apparently in home games after a loss is like 17-9 and nine against the spread. And that's exactly where Stanford finds themselves. Uh, and they find themselves as home dogs to the Arizona Wildcats. And Arizona has let up about 40 points per game in their last three. And a little demoralized. Stanford, I think they get this one uh, to go to 500 on the year. And so I, I'm going to say my lock is plus one. My guess this becomes a pick em at some point uh, before kickoff. So get them now while you can. Get them while they're hot. I might even – I'll probably be on their money line, but is K- plus one is, KJ, is a lock. Is KJ Costello back? They're, they're, there's still talk about that. It's not official, but I think there's, oh. a, there's a hefty belief that he will be back. Um, and if that doesn't – if that isn't the case, oh, well, I trust David Shaw. He's, he's a good enough coach that da- he's going to get it done. It's the David Shaw game? Yeah, for me it is. Yeah. The David Shaw lock. All right, I like it. Um, I'm going with – I don't even know what the official line is yet, but I've been doing the math on it. Um, I am taking the NFL Sunday salami over this weekend. Um, it's it's a week of, for overs in basketball, football, everywhere. We're, we're hitting the overs because um, life's too short, as everyone knows, um, otherwise. But the reason I like the salami is the weather report uh, this weekend. There is no rain expected in nine of the 11 games, um, a 35% chance in the Buffalo versus uh, – Philadelphia game at Buffalo and then the Browns Pats there's probably going to be some rain which makes me worried that I already took the over in that one but um, I added up all the 11 slates James on Sunday it comes to 498 and a half the points on the over-unders for the game so I'm assuming the the salami is going to be around there taking over 500 um, that's about 45.3 points a game or 22.6 per team Um, six six out of the or five out of the 11 games are in domes the other four out of the other six are not going to rain at all. Every game's above 50 degrees Fahrenheit. We're getting points this weekend. I'm taking weather and I'm taking the salami over. Huge lock. I love it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if anyone can fight you. I don't know any uh, aspiring meteorologists that listen to our show either. So uh, that's good stuff, Frank. I love it. I'll tail on that one. Although I will say, because I'm now taking it twice. The first time was with you, homecoming weekend. That hit, that was a lot of fun for both of us. The weekend I took it after, just not even close. Like, I don't – it was like – I told you we, you we should have went – I told you on that pod that we should have went with the under the next week. Yeah, but I didn't listen. I, I didn't – I haven't taken it since, so I'm one to know. All right. The, the salami, salami guys, is, the greatest bet in NFL every week. Yeah, all right. It, it, that it is. Uh, we got some other bets we like, Frank. You uh, you love the Browns money line. Um, I, don't, I don't love it. I love the value of Browns money line parlayed with the over. Um, just because the only way we're going to win is if we score, I would say we're going to give up some points. Our defense is spotty. And I just think we are like in a desperation mode. So I think there's a better chance. I I like the plus 1000 odds for us to have a chance to win. I only throw in a small amount on it, but it's a good, good payday back. All right. I like that. I've got some crappy college football games. Uh, Rutgers is a seven point dog at home. Seven and Um, a half. Let's not forget that half. It's big. That could be big. Well, yeah, let's just put this. They're a Big Ten team playing against Liberty. Liberty's coming in having won five straight games or something like that. And I think Rutgers is playing with some pride. Um, And so I I, I am trusting them with the points uh, at noon on Saturday. 
I already tailed. I'll be honest. I, I saw your lock in this, and I just I hit it already. Um, <laughs> I didn't want the line to move. I don't know. All I was right. nervous. I was nervous it would move right to seven. I liked seven and a half. But Hugh Freeze is out of the hospital. He's Liberty's head coach, right? Uh, he is out he, of the hospital. He is inspiring them since that loss to Syracuse week one when he was in the hospital. Seems like if, if they've won five in a row, I, I'm actually a little nervous now. I didn't realize uh, it. We'll see. We'll see. I, uh, but, yeah, Big Ten team, I like it. All right, and then the other one I like is Western Michigan just demolishing Bowling Green. Bowling Green is a different team at home versus on the road. Um, this one is actually from Phil Steele. Uh, he is a local uh, Cleveland guy, if you don't know him. He's just a college football insider. So I, I'm not going to steal it without giving him some credit. Uh, he basically has, like, more college football info than you want to know. And the fun fact about him is um, – his daughter and my sister, classmates at good old St. Bernadette School. So uh, he's uh, very close and connected to the St. Bernadette, and uh, as a result, the pay-to-play family. Um, so with that matter, Frank, I think we're good to hop into some other sports, uh, start a sports update. You know, we talked about all these activities, all these games going on. Um, you you want to hop right into the NBA? We just saw tip-off on Tuesday night with the Raptors. Uh, basically toying with the Pelicans, taking them to overtime, and then still covering. Unbelievable stuff right there. Just a pro move by a team coming off uh, basically on their banner night and still finding a way to cover for yeah. their fans. Classy win, classy win. Um, I think the Raptors do definitely take a step back, though. Um, oh, yeah. I don't, I don't think they're the favorite in the East. Um, and then also the the night game, though, the two favorites probably in the West, uh, the Lakers and Clippers got to match up. I, I took the Lakers um, and the Kawhi Leonard-led uh, Clippers looked uh, better and, out and beat him by 10. Yeah, that, that uh, tough tough to lose that lock, but it's okay. And, of course, I, I brought up, like, in our little text chat, like, kind of like the Lakers coming out hot early. Maybe you get a minus one first quarter. Oh, what do the Lakers do? They come out and dominate in that first quarter. Uh, they only ended up winning that first quarter by three points, but I didn't even profit off my own logic. So always good when you can do that, spit out – spit out good stuff that doesn't result in anything positive for hey, yourself. Idea, ideas are worth nothing, James. It's, it's the execution, and Marty, Marty yeah. Conroy executed. He did thank me for that one. Um, and so let's talk a little bit about some just year-long props that we might like. The Cavs over-under on regular season wins was at 24-and-a-half. I smacked the over. Uh, when I say smacked, I mean I, I kind of like hit it like you would hit like a buzzer in trivia. Like, like yeah. Like with a little hesitation, but like I was pretty confident in it, and so I put a little put a little juice there. I, I do like the Cavs um, not being a, an absolute uh, crapshoot. I think John Beeline will have a little growing up to do this year, uh, but I think the rookies will grow up right with them. Garland's a talent. Uh, we've already seen him knock down a couple shots tonight, Frank. Yeah, I, I like the Cavs. Um, I think we improve over last year. I think Beeline will be exciting. Uh, he gets the guys running a little bit more. Um, that's why I ran the over tonight in the game that's going on right now between the Cavs and the Magic, down 28-22. But, yeah, I took the over 24-and-a-half, and I almost took the, to make the playoffs at plus 700, the, the second-worst odds in the East. Um, I, I could see us maybe sneaking in the back half of the East. The back half of the East isn't that great. Um, but with that, who do, who do you like like to win the East and to win the West and then eventually win the title? you have a sure. pick there? Um, I do. So I – like the Milwaukee Bucks, I think they they might be the Vegas favorite on the East, and I, regardless of that, I don't even know what those odds are. I really don't care. I think they are the best team through and through in the East Eastern Conference. Um, you saw them kind of falter in the playoffs last year uh, when the going got tough. They weren't able to withstand it. Uh, Chris Middleton kind of went silent. I don't think that's the case. It was a matter of inexperience last year. I think this go around, they have guys that uh, you know they have last year under their belt. They saw that failure. I think it's a little bit of a redemption year for them. And they, you know, we talked about the two favorites in the West, uh, Clippers or Lakers. I think the Clippers are right there. I think Kawhi makes it back to the finals again. But this time, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks have him figured out. Uh, not that it – I like it. I don't know. That's, that's my, my theory right there. And uh, welcoming I mean, your thoughts. I mean, it's exciting that, like, it's a crapshoot this year to a certain extent. Yeah. Like, every year previously, you were picking the Warriors in the West – um, or like you were expecting, obviously, the Warriors in the West and the Cavs in the East for a while, except last year it was open. And now it's wide open on both sides, which is exciting. I'm going to take the Lake Show over the, the Sixers. Um, 
big fan of the LeBron AD combo. I think that'll start working out really well um, throughout this season um, and they'll develop a good chemistry. And I, I'm a big fan of the Sixers again. I, I think we, we had that Sixers bucks bet last year or whatever. Yeah, we did. We did. Or something. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I think uh, Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, they both take a step up um, and they got plenty of talent around them to help them get it done. But still I, LeBron fourth title. I am doing a live look into what the Vegas favorite is. I, I am the piece of shit that took the lowest odds. Um, like Bucks versus Clippers is plus 700. That is the lowest on the slate that they are offering. Uh-huh. Bucks, Bucks Lakers is second. Uh, your Lakers Sixers is plus 900. Um, so we'll see. Hey, I oh, mean, yeah. any, anything could happen this year, but. Do you have any uh, other props for us this year? I think you got something written down here. I, I did, but they took it off our book, so I wasn't able to hit it myself. Oh. Uh, I wanted Kobe White for Rookie of the Year, especially when I heard about Zion going down. And it was still up after Zion's injury because he was like minus 250 or something like that to win Rookie of the Year. Kobe White just had insane value in Chicago. Um, and I was too hesitant to hit it. Like when I first saw it, next thing you know, it's gone. Um, are they, so they going to use him a lot? He had 29 points in a preseason game, the highest score in a preseason game since Derrick Rose. So uh, I think he is. I don't think he's going to start. For, I, I, I forget if they said they're going to start him or what the deal is going to be. But I love – I think there will be enough usage that, you know, he's a top 10 pick. They expect a lot out of him. So he's the next Derrick Rose for Chicago? Yeah, exactly. I, I'm saying that. Okay. Um, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, the way it turned out, but okay. I'm not, I focus <laughs> on the positives. I, I don't. All right. Well, we also have our pay-to-play fantasy basketball association league. Um, uh, my team, the Beijing Chairmans, uh, are led by Goran Dragic. Or no, not Goran. Why did I just say Goran? Luka Doncic. Round oh, Jesus one. Christ. Luka Doncic, I took him round one. Uh, I took Jamal Murray, CJ McCollum, a um, couple other good players. Oh, Devin Booker. So I, I, have, I have four good guards. Um, that's my team, guard heavy. Excited to see. I haven't really played NBA fantasy in a while. I know maybe you have, James. I don't know. What, what, what's your team looking like? Um, I got I, – I, I actually wish I remembered my team a little bit better, but I, I know that I'm pretty confident in them. Um, I, I'm a really bad fantasy basketball player usually, but this year, I don't know. I'm just juiced up. I think there's a lot of, uh, a lot of possibility with them. So we took Carl Anthony towns, uh, in round one. And then I followed that up. Uh, the next couple of big guys I got were DeMar DeRozan and, uh, uh, Laurie Markkinen, another guy that I was a big fan of. Um, I like not, it. not, not like anyone, it. not anyone to write home about. Um, are you, are you a Bulls fan? I might be. I might turn into a Chicago are Bulls you, fan. Are you a Chicago Bulls fan? Between yeah, between I, I Kobe White, I, I love the rookie class this year. Kobe White and uh, Rui. I might be a Wizards fan. Rui Hachimura in Ooh. Washington. He's actually going to be starting at power forward for them uh, this year, which is kind nice. of fun for me. Uh, actually, now that I looked at my fantasy team and I just started talking about it out loud, I really don't like him. I'll take back what I just said. Uh, I took Julius Randle in round two, and that you know, it's up there for gutsiest thing I've done in some time. All righty. Well, thanks to any fans that uh, are joining this league with us. Um, we'll post some updates maybe on the Twitter and stuff throughout and throughout this podcast. I think, in yeah, the, we'll have this, in the, the future, fantasy segment. We'll, yeah, we'll talk about you guys a little bit more as time goes when we beat you guys uh, week in, week out. But, James, let's do a quick rundown of the NHL. It's, it's also been underway for about a week now. Or a couple yeah, weeks. yeah, we were a little slow, slow to the uh, – the punch on the NHL, but there's a lot going on. Uh, it was homecoming weekend when uh, things kicked off, but obviously the Blue Jackets coming back off the season where they um, had a great run, but went down uh, in a big way to the Bruins. And I'll tell you what, they, they've actually gotten off to a decent start again. They're four, three and two, 10 points, but the uh, Metropolitan division is going to be one of the toughest in, in hockey. Um, I think probably the toughest, but we'll see about that. Um, so I don't know about you, Frank, but I am a little, um, a little bearish on the blue jackets this season. I think that's the general consensus around the hockey world for that matter. I think they're probably a fringe playoff team, but probably doesn't, doesn't make it. I hope they do got gosh darn it. But, uh, 
I, I've got the Carolina Hurricanes now, and they got they got off to a five and zero start here. I live across the street. I'm going to be all in on hockey. Uh, they started off five and zero. They're back to reality a little bit at six and three here. But I ordered a quarter zip on eBay, and I am all in on the Hurricanes. Um, that about shows my fandom of hockey. The fact that I jumped ship that quickly. I'll take uh, if I. I mean, I really I I don't know. Not, much about hockey, so uh, I'm a gambling man. So give me give me the Vegas Golden Knights. Um, all right, I, I, all right. I, if there's a if there's a game of hockey I want to go to, that's not Columbus. I actually went to the Blue Jackets game this past weekend. Um, a lot of fun, but we lost two uh, two like going into the OT, and then we just lost thirty seconds into overtime. Always always just a weird weird way to lose a game in hockey because it ends so quick. Then a buzzkill, if you will. Yeah, um, a buzzkill. So, who do you like to win the Stanley Cup? I, do you think Vegas, the Vegas Knights? Vegas, the Vegas yeah, Knights. They're 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 like second in their uh, in the Pacific the, right now. The Pacific, yeah, they're seven and four. I like yeah. another team from the Western Conference. Uh, we'll be there in a week and a half. Colorado, the Avalanche, baby. They're seven one and one. They're wow. hot to start the season. Um, you ask me to name a player, I probably can't, but uh, I uh, I do think highly of them. Let's put it that the, way. The ghost of Matt Deshane. Uh, exa- he used to play. Yeah, exactly. That's, oh that, that's good. Um, yeah. All right, Sam. Um, I guess with that, let's let's. Uh, do you want to talk a little MLB before we get into this interview, or should we just go right into the interview with Jake Couchet here? And, I uh, think we'll hold on. Let me finish one more thought. I, there are actually a couple Colorado Avalanche players I know. <laughs> Matt Maddie Calvert, a former Blue Jacket, actually, and then. Uh, Landis Gog is a winger, and then McKinnon, the center. Uh, you see okay, I'm using yeah. last name. He's nice. He is good. Nathan yeah, McKinnon, he's, yep. He's nice in threes. Um, but I think that, I no, I think that that's good for our sports update right now. Uh, with that, uh, Jake Kusha, we mentioned his name at the top of the episode. Um, uh, you know, a teammate of mine uh, along the way, St. Ignatius Wildcat turned into a Case Western Spartan, turned into a Merrill Lynch something or other. Um, so we'll have him on. He's got some good insight on sports and finance. Uh, so with, without any further ado, we'd like to now take you into the interview with Jake Kusha. And at this time, we'd love to welcome in Jake Kusha into the pay to play interview, uh, session here. I, I don't know. That's a stupid <laughs> way to put it. Interview session. All right. All right. What's going on boys? Jake, a pleasure to Hang have on. you. Yeah, pleasure yeah, to for have you. Things are good uh, over here. How about for you in the land of Cleveland? I mean, can't complain. Not too much going on. Had a big uh, high school volleyball matchup last night. Uh, Mags versus Avon. I think it was Avon. Whichever the purple and gold one is. Yeah, that's Avon. Yep. Um, that's Avon. Mag- Mags advances to the district, uh, district final game against Joe's, so that should be Ooh. an electric atmosphere. Uh, like, honestly <laughs> – Last year I went to that game and that rivalry was it was it was pretty sweet honestly I'm not even gonna lie. So are you, that... are you, are, are you, I was gonna ask are you willing to uh, say that you're a Mags guy or a Joe's guy? I mean I have to be a Mags guy. My sister plays for me. There we go, so James. What about be James? Mags. What about you? I we'll see. I, my sister's currently in the high school decision process. She uh, <laughs> shadowed Mags uh, earlier uh, this week, um, and so. She actually came out and said she did not really like it. So kind of like, I don't know Ooh. if I can say that. Um, and then <laughs> she did like a summer enrichment camp at Joe's. And I don't know if I am um, a big fan of that either, but I also don't like halfway Brown where my other sister went. So like, I just don't like girls schools. I think, I think that's my current thought. Um, we'll see if I, I, once she picks a place, I, I think I'll start supporting it, but we'll see. Uh, Jerry's still out on that. All right, well let's let's go, Mags. I'm cheering for them as well. Um, there we go in volleyball. But Jake, what's uh what's going on with your life? Uh, you're you're done with baseball. You played at Case Western, and now you're moving on to the real world at Merrill Lynch. Uh, what what was that transition like? Uh, honestly, it was a little tough at first. It was a little weird um, going from practicing for four hours a day and then working for eight hours. It's a very different different feeling. Like I would come home my first couple weeks of work and be like. I am exhausted. I like. I feel like I did nothing today. But it's 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 definitely a big adjustment at first. But I'm getting acquainted to it. Uh, I think pretty well. So yeah, it's going well. 
So what is your what is your technical role at Merrill? Are you you're trying to be a financial advisor? Is that the Correct. development track that you're looking towards? So Correct. you want to so be then, telling people what to do with their money, basically. Uh, yeah, essentially. So the name of the program is the FADP um, training program. So it's essentially the financial advisor training program run through Merrill Lynch. Um, so right now I am just studying for my certification exams. So I'm in the process of studying for the series 66 right now. I actually just passed the series seven last week. There we go. Big, there we big go. things. Big things. Yeah, big things. Love it. All right. So Jake, let's talk a little bit about the outside sports world. Uh, I know you've got some, we, we didn't necessarily prep you for everything we're going to ask, but uh, we'll, we'll get to your playing career in a little bit. Um, so World Series, we saw game one earlier this week where um, Garrett Cole loses his first game since May. How about that? And then what do you – and then game two happened obviously yesterday because um, we're, you know, releasing yeah. this on Thursday for that matter. Um, but what do you think we – what do you think uh, happens in this series going forward? We get game three Friday in Washington. Yeah, I mean, my prediction before last night's game was Astros and six, but I'm changing it to Nats and six. Like, the Whoa. Nats just feel like a team of destiny right now. Natitude, like, baby. Natitude is back. Um, I like that pick. I really do. Um, and especially with now they got game one win. They're up in game two uh, right as this interview is going on, 2-0. Yeah. Uh, early, obviously, this game could change. And if the Astros win, we're going to be saying Astros and six again. So, um but yeah, I like uh, it's got it's great pitching matchups. It's great hitters. It's a, it's a really great World Series. I think uh, the Nationals were slept on, uh, and they were kind of the hot hand in the playoffs, like the Indians a couple of years ago, uh, making their run through the uh, NL. Absolutely, they were slept on all year long. Actually, I mean, what were they nineteen and thirty one at a point? Um, I think that was in May. I'd, I I can't keep track of it anymore. But all <laughs> I know is I love is Drupal Cabrera, and I love Jan Gomes, and so I love the Nationals. I like Michael Brantley. Don't worry. He, he's fine, too. But I love the other two. I don't know why. Um, I actually love Michael Brantley, too. But two, two, versus, two versus one, I'll take the numbers. I'll play the numbers there game there. Um, so, obviously, yeah, some other great pitching matchups still to come in this series. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so, let's talk a little bit about your playing career, Jake. Um, okay. So, obviously, uh, St. Ignatius Wildcat for a little bit. Didn't make the freshman team. I know a thing or two about that myself. Uh, but then you kind of yeah. vault your way into a shortstop role uh, for the Wildcats, then find your way into the infield uh, at the Division Three level. What was it like? Uh, any great stories you have from your playing career there at Case? I know you guys had some playoff runs of your own there. Yeah, I mean, the, my senior year, we made it all the way to the regional final game. So the last – we needed to lose twice in order to win the regional. Ended up losing twice, but – that run to get there was um, definitely something I'll remember for the, the rest of my life. Um, it was a tough way to go out. We actually lost to another kid from uh, – like we lost to Worcester, but I ended up losing to a kid we had played with, James, uh, Jake Sturzma, a little bit. Ah, uh, so yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a tough, tough way to go out. He actually uh, – in the first game of our doubleheader on the last day – this is kind of a quick story here. Um, I We were up – no, sorry. We were down by two going into the bottom of the ninth. Our uh, two-hitter leads off the inning with a home run, so we're down by one. I come up next, and I hit, like, a one-hopper back up the middle. And I thought it was through, but Jake Sturzma, obviously, is a great player. Lays out up the middle, takes a hit away, ended up getting out on the throw to first, and that was a tough, tough last at-bat of that game. We ended up losing. Um, but then, I mean – the second game was a little tough, but yeah, I mean, that, that run was something I will remember for the rest of my nothing, life. Nothing quite like the runs of the diamond express, the, uh, four, oh. the force express, some of those summer league games that, uh, were good. Uh, obviously we won't, we won't delve too much into your time as a St. Bart pirate or, uh, I know you guys suffered some tough losses at the hands of the bulldogs. Uh, oh, yeah. so I didn't want to rub that in too much, but had to give a quick I knock mean, on that. Oh, it's it's all true. I mean, we just we couldn't handle what St. Bernadette's was cooking. It's... I remember, dude. You and Steve were a good duo, though. <laughs> Steve Mario and Hoops. Steve Mario. That. My yeah. Oh, that also. Sorry, one last quick thing. Uh, Middleburg Heights, the the Hornets. Uh, you guys uh, 
fun fun story about we talked we had a blast from the past segment a little while ago. Um, yeah. And when we won the Fourth of July tournament in Bay Village, uh, we lost the first game of that tournament to you guys. And then oh, we yeah. came back and played you again in the same tournament, uh, basically as a double elimination thing. And we knew our backs were against the wall the second time. There was no stopping us. And we go on uh, as a team that was well below 500. I, everyone's, everyone's heard this story by now, but we go Two on and, to win the 4th of July tournament. 2-16 and 16 yeah. team rises to the top. But no, t- what's your like all-time – what's one game that you like will always remember? Um, just like crazy ending that you guys ended up on top. You got one for us? Um, before I get into that, I kind of have a funny story going back to the, the Hornets days. If oh, go back to go, there. go for it. Um, so I think James, I, th- I'm almost positive. It was you, you like swung at a pitch and fouled it literally straight off your face. Oh yeah. And I, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I remember being like a 10, 10 to 12 year old being like, Oh my God, I just saw this kid die. Like, and that, now it turns out we're on a podcast together. That- that one that, later. that was the case. Um, and for backstory <laughs> on that, I was down on the ground crying. Like, it hurt <laughs> so bad. Uh, I go over the bench, like, both coaches like, oh, get your water or whatever. I'm like, wait, I, I'm okay. I can get through this. I go back into go back into the box. Two pitches later, I get hit by the pitch. Like, the, like I get hit <laughs> on the hip. Like, as if my face wasn't bad enough. Basically, I just get beamed on the side. I make it down to first base and that was that boy did i have a black eye um what? no yeah. no facial fractures but yeah i don't know how you foul tip the ball into your face but i i was not a great baseball player at that point uh, I, i'd like to think i got better from there um that was at the westlake rec field i do remember that yep, one quite I well i remember that I, I do think we also got run ruled later in that game so i think uh, you guys yeah. had the better of us then. we had to, we had to get you to the doctor james yeah there's no There's doctor. No doctor wanted to. No doctor wanted any part of me. <laughs> All right, Kusha. How about that, that's a great story though. How about uh, any like favorite game, of all time? Uh, top all game? time. All time favorite game has to be when we won the regional uh, in high school. James, our senior year. Oh yeah. Um, at Bowling Green against uh, Toledo St. Francis. Um, I mean, we we're down me late in the game. Down late in the game, um, tied at tied in the bottom of no bottom of the six. Bottom yes. of six, yep. And bottom six, I walk. Mike Rogers comes up, gets a huge double in the gap. We got second and third. Dylan Smolin comes up. We do a safety squeeze. I come flying in head first into home. Get a little jacked up as I'm known to do occasionally. Oh yeah. Um, and then. Next hitter, I think Mullen hit one into the ground, and uh, Rogers got in a big – or uh, Smolin got in a pickle, and we ended up scoring, making it 3-1. Mm-hmm. And then we ended up closing it out, winning that game. I mean, that was just a very surreal feeling. Um, going from not making it my freshman year to somehow finding myself in this game, and that, that situation was just something I will – I will cherish forever. Yeah, scoring a go-ahead run there. I remember it. The, I'm telling you, it's 1-1, bottom of six, like high school baseball. Like it was a total pitcher's duel. Like both both yeah. pitchers were kind of yeah. dealing. And to see like a squeeze, like the, the uh, I guess the fundamentals of baseball come down to it and us going to the, like basically sending us to the final four, electric stuff. Uh, that was a fun bus ride back. I remember it like it was yeah. yesterday. I, oh, yeah. I thought I you were going to – You still have videos from the bus? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but I'm, I'm not going to ask. I'm not going to ask. I'm going to – I was surprised you didn't mention the St. Ed's matchup uh, two two games before that uh, when you basically made, like, five different <laughs> double plays, like, by yourself. So I, like – I'm not even going to lie. I kind of, like, blacked out for a lot of that game. I remember, <laughs> jo- I remember Joe Schrappa talking shit to me before the game. Um, telling me like sarcastically how strong my arm was, and then I was like, what? I'm, "I'm like I'm done with this kid. Like, I don't care what I have to do. We're winning this game. We're beating Sharapa's um, ass. Oh yeah, I like I almost got kicked out of that game because uh, we ended up turning a double play and you spiked Mason the Deanna, ball. You spiked yeah, that shit. Oh man, spiked the ball and Mason Deanna came running by me and I just gave him a big fu and I was, <laughs> that was. 
that was probably not the best moment, but I mean that hey that game was heated rivalry playoffs. I oh, like yeah. I like it. Two I, nothing. Ignatius, everything's on the table. I'm oh, fine yeah. with it. I was at that totally. game. Was that game at Tri C? Tri C. It was at Tri C. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was there. Yeah. Two Eds nothing. Could not get, Eds could not get a run. <laughs> I actually remember that. I was like embarrassed just watching our offense. They. The, I mean, the game started with a triple. I think Joe Wise hit a triple, or no? Yeah, he did. That was him. Joe Wise hit a triple, and then I think I threw him out at home. Yep. In the first inning. Wow. That's why people hate baseball too. That, that was, doesn't slow around the whole game. Yeah, I was probably late. I was probably there at the second inning. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, that's enough, I think. You know, I, there's never enough, but there comes a point where you got to curtail it on the podcast. That was a lot of fun, though. <laughs> All right, well, let me let me get the next question in the James. Yeah, um, sure. There we go. Now that you're done with, you know, Division Three NCAA sanction rules, anything, I, I, are you are you betting at all? I am. Um, I, a little bit. A little bit. And ha- yeah. do you have any fun bets uh, going on with the World Series or any, any crazy stories behind betting in the past that you'd love, I mean, to, we'd love to hear them? Yeah. So, I mean, I was talking to you guys about this before, the, before we started recording, but like a total dummy. I took the Cardinals and the NLDS in game four, and that game ended literally in the top of the first inning <laughs> when the Nationals hung a 10 spot on them. So it was basically like me walking out to the street and just like throwing money on the ground. <laughs> so that was a bad, a bad bet. I was on a bad side of, um, but I've tried to turn around my fortunes um, thus far. Yeah, all right, you I got want... any? You got any bets uh, for the World Series at all? Right now, I have I have the Nats. I, I like I said, I have the Nats in six. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take them the rest of the way and see how it goes. There we go. I respect the heck out of that. Uh, we do do a se- segment on sad beats. Um, I'm sure you're familiar. Uh, so one of them uh, certainly would be that Cardinals game. Um, yeah, there's but, different types of sad beats. There's like the back doors yeah. are like the common ones, but the, the ones you lose within 10 seconds of a game starting. Yeah, it's just, it's just like, what, why? I can't believe I talked myself into this. It's like, I don't even yeah. know what I'm doing. Yeah, I agree. Well, well, James, let's, 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 uh, move course here and maybe talk about some some ways to make money in the, the financial market oh absolutely yeah i mean hey jake works in the business as well he knows the industry a little bit no uh, he's not officially certified yet not officially no, certified not, yet. not officially certified so i can't technically rec- uh, recommend anything so i'm gonna have to just stick to what i am doing oh, i mean we, yeah. we do that all the time we're, we're not certified yeah, either uh <laughs> we're podcast certified yeah, um, you're you you're podcast certified. So, what what are your thoughts on the market lately? What are you personally investing in? Holy um, Bregman, sorry, holy Bregman, <laughs> two 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 in that game now. There uh, we go. <laughs> holy Bregman, geez, oh man, that was a pimp. Sorry, All okay, right. yeah, Kusha, so continue. Sorry to cut stock, you off. <laughs> stock market, stock market, Kusha, go. Yeah, so right now I I'm I'm investing using Robinhood, Acorns, and then um like contributing to my 401k through work. So I have a bunch of different avenues open right now. Um, a lot of ETFs, mutual funds, just trying to get established in the market and like contribute a lot now, um, get towards the growth side of things instead of just like value right now and grow what I currently have. Um, so recently I've kind of gotten kicked in the ass this week by the market. That's okay. Um, I was down almost 10% today at one point. And I was like, oh boy, this is, this is getting bad, but I didn't panic. I didn't change anything. So we're, we're still feeling good. We just needed to come back a little bit. Well, what stock is hurting the, the portfolio? Uh, I mean, it's just, a, it's just all of them. Like, I just feel like everything I buy right now is just going down, but, uh, but, but you're, are Ford, you, are Ford you... turned around a little bit for me today. Um, that's a long-term hold, though. If they could just maintain yeah, the dividend. That, Frank, I actually found something that I figured you would like. Ford, GM, and Honda are right now in developing a blockchain-based like car Oof. system. So oh, I, baby. I, I'm, I've been listening to the pod, and I've, I've heard you're a big blockchain guy. So what are your thoughts on that? Um, I mean, that sounds awesome. I'm a, I'm a Ford investor myself. Um, big fan of the dividend. They they just fell under nine dollars per share. They might be back over. Yeah. Uh, they beat they beat earnings this week, but uh, their expectations for Q4 were a little muted. Yeah. So uh, that's why the stock's kind of fluctuating at pretty mm-hmm. low numbers historically the past like five ten years. That's why I like it. I'm 
it's kind of a contrarian buy out of both of us, I'd say. Yeah. It's got a big dividend. It's like a 7% yield right now. So mm-hmm. um, I like it. Um, and I'll, Blockchain's the future, guys, um, to some extent. Not not in everything. I don't know about what this car thing is, but I'm still yeah, a big, so still big Bitcoin believer. So It's actually kind of like I was reading up on it today. So it's actually kind of sweet. So you would basically – it's every car gets a different like ID number. Yeah. And – it's as wherever you drive, like if there are tolls, like it's automatically taken out of like your oh, it's, account it's charged your way. ID number. So that and, and then like those cars um, ecosystems yeah. are all combined in the one. Uh, yeah, and then you can transfer ownership of the car, like yeah, you can sell it. Yeah, you can sell yeah. it just like and just sell your private key and it's to like, your ownership. Yeah. That's cool. And you That's pretty cool. Par- you can park anywhere, and the car pays for the parking. Or yeah, that seems pretty, pretty cool. cool. That is pretty cool. I like it. Um, so that's, yeah, that's that. Any, any other questions about the market, James? Any other thing uh, you want to add, Jake, just about it? Um, I think I, oh, Frank, I do have another thing for you. What do we got? Um, so it's a little market related. It's a little NBA related. What did you think of your boy LeBron's comments about China and all that stuff going on? Um, we mentioned it a little on the last podcast. Um, I mean, LeBron James is what people are calling him because he's not, he's not, (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I've always looked up to the guy. He's always kind of been uh, great in the media, but like he kind of took a backseat on this one. Um, Yeah. Hasn't, hasn't even owned up to it yet that he's kind of being dumb about it, but uh, yeah. And what made me think of it was like, maybe he supports communism. I don't know. Has anyone asked him that? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that is. Let's ask the hard questions right away. (laughs) Communism or capitalism? What's he think? Yeah. I don't know. Um, so yeah, it's just, I don't know. That's kind of a crazy situation that it seems like it's dying down because it's been like two weeks and once it's been two weeks from anything these days, you forget about it a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, I wonder if that'll flare back up this year at all. I'm sure it will. Yeah. One would think he's team capitalism with blaze pizza and like their (laughs) fast growing model, but I, we can't be sure of that. We just, we haven't seen it in writing or, or, or I mean, he tried trademarking taco Tuesday. Yeah, Maybe he, yeah. should, he should focus on winning another NBA title. Yeah. What happened to winning... chasing the ghost of Jordan? What the hell, LeBron? Yeah. Focus. <laughs> you get out of politics. All right, Jake. He said it himself. Like, I don't want to speak on politics. He's always spoke on politics. Yeah, that's, that's where he loses me. <laughs> that's where he loses me. It's like he's all about, like, freedom of speech and stuff, and that's great. But then, like when it comes to this, he's like, "Oh yeah, no, I don't, I don't want to talk about it." It's like this because there's be the money. E- this involved. should be the easy, dude. It's yeah, this the should be the involved. easiest one. Yeah, but I then know. It's like once it takes money out of his pocket, it's like, "Oh, I don't want to talk about uh, this." Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, he's a money guy. Confirm money guy for himself, but not sure that still does not confirm capitalism by any means. Alrighty. Uh, so, so Jake, one last question for you. Um, we've been asking everyone this: uh, if you could be any professional athlete. Who would you be and why? So I took this two different ways. So if I could be anyone ever, I would either be Ooh, Barry like Bonds or Babe Ruth. I like that. Just like guys that are just like – they just levitate everywhere they go. Like they could just hit a ball 500 feet and then it's like – The babe. It's just every single day type of deal. But if I'm going right now, I would be Mike Trout. Mike Trout is just unbelievable and could be maybe one of the best players of all time. Um, outside of baseball, I would, I would love to go like Gronk. Just Gronk would be the man. <laughs> I like that. Uh, Even though he's not in football right now, obviously, but still Gronk. He was in football. Yeah. That's, that's the thing. He had, he was living the goal. Now, what is he doing? He's, he's in, with Fox. An analyst. Yeah, he's Tec- Fox. He's Fox. Tec- technically, he hasn't turned in his retirement papers yet. So Gronk could still be a valid option. Yeah. Week 12. Watch the pickup. <laughs> he might be picked. And I'm with, just saying, it's with, possible. With Josh Gordon out the rest of the year, could yeah, be. Another guy off the – well, they picked up Muhammad Sanu. The Pats did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but um, well, that's – I like those uh, first answers. Babe Ruth, I, I like going in the past there. Um, yeah. You know, there's there's no social media and stuff. So, like, probably – the dude probably lived like a king and no one even knew. Oh, absolutely! Drinking before games, yeah. smoking, smoking then, fat ones after, dingers uh, in between innings. Yeah, in between innings, he was probably ripping heaters. Like, yeah, there were no, no rules. Got, yeah, yeah, between he, innings, but yeah. he, he would be pitching too, though, right? Uh, he did pitch at the beginning of his career, he but he great didn't pitch. Uh, he, 
he was. I think he was pretty good, but he transformed to just a hitter at the end. Gotcha. Um, I was. I was. So you're thinking Red Sox days. I wasn't there. Red Sox pitching. I wasn't there. Um, no, <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of was. So that's. Uh, uh, and then you know you got you got to imagine he had his fun off the field too. Like oh, you yeah. know after hours. Oh, you didn't want to be a woman within 500 <laughs> feet of him. Alrighty, I got Jake. I got one more question for you before we actually let you go. Um, All right, it's another question we've been asking some people. What's something most people don't know? about Jake Kusha? That's a tough one. Um, What's it? One thing I do know is you uh, you are a big UConn Huskies women's volleyball supporter for I'm, your girlfriend, Courtney. I'm so a, people do know that, but what don't they know? People do know that. I didn't um, know that. I, oh, well, there you go. Frank You're not friends with him on Snapchat. He's a big, <laughs> he's a big fan. I'm always putting up go Husky snaps. Um, Honestly, since baseball has ended, I've gotten big into golf. Um, I actually just bought like a greens pass where it's like it gets you four um, courses whenever you want for it's eight bucks for nine holes and 16 for 18 holes. And all you have to pay for is the cart. So it's like 400 bucks for two years. And that's all you have to pay for. So I would say it's is that like Metro Parks. It's not Metro Parks. It's um, what's it called? It's um, like what courses oh are a part of it? It's um, like Mallard Creek, Hinkley oh, yeah. Hills. Um, oh, okay, so it's like that there area. are two other ones. Yeah, so it's that area. Um, but I mean, it's a cool, cool idea. And yeah, I like that. Fairway Golf Pass is what it's called. Yeah, okay. it's pretty sweet. So well, there's our wants pay to, to play. Get, play on, get out on the course. So have you? You probably haven't done the. the uh, mathematical models how many times do you have to go to break even I think, yeah i think it's like eight times which is pretty nice eight okay well yeah it's, that's yeah, worth it that yeah. well yeah um i i think you're gonna have to play in our pay-to-play golf outing yeah i'm um, all in i don't know when that is but the, i just I created you just created that idea out of thin air uh, yeah i like that idea yeah, it's now gonna happen now it's gonna happen all right I'm well, Jake, we really appreciate you uh coming on uh the podcast it's been a lot of fun um, having you, uh, James. Anything yeah. you want to add? Thanks for having me, guys. No, I'll see you soon enough, Jake. <laughs> uh, take it easy. Sounds good. See you guys. All right, and we are back from the interview with Jake Kusha. What a class act! Always a great guy to have on your side. Uh, thank you to Jake for joining us here on the pay to play pod obviously knows his stuff has been around the business a little bit, uh, loses money just like the rest of us. So it, it's okay. We all, we all get it. And he still advises people up on top of that. He's, he's a smart guy. All right. That's enough tooting his horn. So Frank, <laughs> we are back. Um, what do we have next on tap for the agenda on this episode? A little bit of market talk. Is it market talk time? Uh, I think we're going to do a quick little rundown of football. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. We touched on it with him, but, uh, yeah, we'll do a, a quick rundown. Um, we, we Honestly, guys, we haven't even talked to him yet. This is being recorded before our interview with Jake. Uh, James is just bullshitting there, uh, but he did a pretty good job. But let's get into the NFL. Uh, we know that Jake interview was awesome, and we are appreciative of having him on, but just how we record sometimes. We really could have uh, sold you, at it, and you could have just kept quiet. <laughs> no, this is fine. good. This is good. Uh, but NFL Week 7 rundown, uh, still undefeated, 49ers, Patriots. Browns, bye week was relaxing. Uh, the Chargers stink. Uh, they four goal line stands, I think, in a row or something. And the Dolphins have now covered twice in a row. James, I hope you, I hope you bet the Dolphins. Uh, well, believe me. You think I'm not going to bet the were, Dolphins? I thought you were on bye week, though. You oh, oh no, I didn't this past weekend. No, I, uh, I just watched and I do. I'm telling you, I, I really just didn't want a Venmo transaction with my bookie of any sort. I didn't want him paying me. I wanted to just be off the books, off the grid for a week. And for that matter, I was. It was good. Um, nice. I like that. And even though I, I took pleasure knowing that the Dolphins covered and knowing that they will cover for me again this year before it's all said and done. Um, yep. Especially this upcoming week, that's what I thought you were talking about. They're on Monday Night Football against the Pittsburgh Steelers. 14 and a half. What a joke. They are fine. They're going to cover the hell out of that. Um, yeah, I actually don't hate that. Uh, Fitzpatrick's the, the man. He, he's trucking DBs into the end zone, doing his best uh, to try to win them games. Uh, but, yeah, uh, good for the Dolphins. Uh, um, what about fantasy football? Anything going on there? 
Anything um, you got to touch on? No, you know, we could just give you a little bit of shout out. You're still doing well in the league. Uh, last Took I a checked. Loss. First, first loss, six and one. Ah, six and one. God, but God still... got me by like a point. It was close. Bad week for my teams across the board. Actually, I had one team. I'm on a five game winning streak in another league, and then the other league, I'm two and five. So six and one, five and two, two and five. Pretty, pretty good. We're getting to a, we're getting to a point of parity in the league. Besides yourself, like there are no yeah, five and two league, teams. Our league's crazy. It's four three. There's five four and three teams, and then like three three and four teams, all fighting yeah. for five playoff spots. I mean, yeah. I'm still in the fight, I guess, but I have a nice lead. I know we got six playoff spots, I believe, out of twelve. Um, yeah, but I'm I'm saying I get one. Uh, and then I'm saying five, uh, five other spots. Yeah, I see what you did there. And it's, besides me. Confidence. You have not mathematically clinched, but you're getting there. You're well on your way. Okay, um, well, one of the best players, Christian McCaffrey, he's not leading the league in rushing anymore. Yeah, they had a bye week last week, so he was, like, due to get passed up. Um, but Dalvin Cook and Leonard Fournette both went off, and so they're one and two. So now my prop bet is still alive, but it's just not all that well because he's, like, 100 yards trailing them, and they go up against the 49ers this weekend. Uh, and the 49ers, one, one thing that they're known for this year is a crazy run, crazy good run defense. Um, so and, and pass rush, for that matter. Just a great defense overall. Well, um, who's starting at quarterback? This upcoming week, it's Kyle Allen. The, but the, is, uh, he the, is he the long-term guy? 4-0 as a starter this year compared to Cam being 0-2? Every article I've read has basically said the numbers are misleading. And Kyle Allen, uh, although he's done a, like a respectable job filling in, uh, he passes the numbers as well. Um, everything kind of points in his direction, but the veteran leadership of the team wants Cam back. Greg Olson is like pretty adamant about it. And so I, I think you're going to see Kyle Allen go out there. I don't think the Panthers win this week. I think they cover, but it's going to be a big moment where Kyle Allen doesn't quite come through when uh, you might want him to as a Panthers fan. And so I think you see Cam back, back in the huddle for week nine. Um, but that's, that's just if, my if take beats, on it. If he beats the undefeated Niners, he's got to start the following week. If he's five and zero, oh, that's the only. I don't care if the stats are misleading. There's nothing misleading about five and zero. Oh. Um, we got a controversy in Carolina with Cam Newton. There, there is, there is, there's, there's, there's I, definitely some controversy. There, there's um, some ruffles among the the locals here. I'm, yeah. I'm hearing it. Well, let's talk about games. We got uh, Vikings at Skins tonight because you guys are listening on a Thursday. Uh, the the Vikings are minus sixteen. They're at home. I'm guessing. They yeah they are Vikings minus sixteen. Um, wow, uh, give me the the Redskins spread plus sixteen. Okay, thank gosh. Yeah, her cousin's prime time is not not special, but he's been really good ever since I called him out on the podcast. Well, I think part of it is a um, he has Skins revenge podcast. game. Skins revenge game uh, against Kirk Cousins for leaving. Case, and, Case, and Case Keenum is now their quarterback. He was in Minnesota. They didn't they don't want to sign him. This wow, is a, a swap skins, there. skins money line, guys. You hear it. Um, <laughs> Sunday afternoon, though, we have Carolina at San Fran minus six. I, you like Carolina to cover. I am going to say uh, they cover as well, and Kyle Allen is the starter. Um, wow. All right. I'm taking underdogs. Browns plus 13 to me at the Patriots. That's also – that's a 425 start. That is. That's Tony it's, Romo time. That's, that's Tony, Tony Romo. Romo. That's going to be – Exciting stuff. Uh, That's going to be a lot of fun. Script in Mayfield and uh, Brady's reads all night. Um, Sunday night. Oh, this is a great game. Green Bay at Kansas City. Um, actually, I forgot that Pat Mahomes is a dislocated knee from a yeah, quarterback a, sneak. No longer a great game because you got Matt Moore in there. Well, hey, Matt Moore. Um, yeah. Hey, was he? Was Not he a former? Was he a former Packer? Packer, no. no, no. He was a Panther at one point. He's been a lot of places. He's been a Dolphin. He's been a Panther. He's been a lot of things. Not a revenge game? Not really, no. Okay, then give me Green Bay minus four. Rodgers Rogers is sick right now. He's he's putting himself up in the MVP conversation. All right. I I, I won't disagree with that. That's fine by me. Um, and then what do we got Monday night? Oh, we said it. Yeah, Dolphins will cover against Pittsburgh. It's yeah, already dude. written in stone. Underdogs uh, except Green Bay across the board for those games. Um, obviously, a few more games, guys, but that's what we're going to cover. Um, and now let's talk college football. Week eight, um, one of the major stories, Tua got injured for for a few weeks. Uh, could even be out for the LSU game. But the bigger story is obviously um, in the Big Ten, Wisconsin, top-ranked Badgers, um, right before their big game against Ohio State. 
they get they lose to Illinois, James. Thirty and a half point favorites, second largest spread uh, money line defeat in Big Ten history. Yeah, it, it happened. It, I still don't don't really believe it. I didn't watch a second of the game, and uh, well, I I don't know. That's just I difficult. watched the game winning field goal. You did see I that the game winning field goal? Yeah, I was I was tuned into a different game during that slate because I like wasn't expecting. I was oh I was tuned into Florida versus uh, South Carolina, but uh, yeah, um, yeah, great great for Illinois. Lovey Smith, uh, Black Santa Claus is what he looks like to me. Uh, he's looking great. Uh, the, the beard makes him, I don't know, the, the white beard just makes him look great. I love it. Uh, Illinois is back on the map in football. Um, and Wisconsin now coming into Ohio State um, with a loss. Um, what, what do you think about that game this week? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, it's kind of it would be like old news right now to say, oh, the Buckeyes are dominant, whatever. No, I think Wisconsin is going to come out with a chip on their shoulder. They know they lost, but their season's not over. Jonathan Taylor's too good of a running back to back down. Ohio State, on the on the other hand, like basically having a long week to prepare after playing on a Friday night. I I like what uh, Ohio State has in this one to cover the fourteen point spread. Uh, I don't think they blow them out by any means. I think they might win by you know seventeen, six, six, sixteen, maybe even fifteen, but over that fourteen number, but not too much over that fourteen number. Um, I think the Buckeyes are a lock. Um, spread in all of it. I, I think uh, – I just I, – I don't think Wisconsin is as good as us. I, I haven't seen a team be able to stop us. Um, Wisconsin is probably the best team we're going to play so far, maybe the whole season. But uh, I just – until it stops us, I think we're going to roll. All right. That's – hey, that's – you're entitled to that opinion. I don't – I'm not trying to diss Ryan Day or anything like that because there's no reason to at this point. There really isn't. I'm not trying to yeah. sound like a pessimist either. I'm just trying to sound like a realist. Like I think Wisconsin I mean, has a lot of talent. There will be a back to earth close game at some point. It could be this weekend for sure. This would be a, a more expected close game. I'm I'm looking at um, it from we, we could lose this game. You never know. I'm Wisconsin's at it coming off a tough loss. They could be pumped up and play really well. I'm telling you, that's what I'm looking at it from the perspective of a Ohio State fan that watched the Buckeyes do that um, two years ago when they lost to Iowa on the road. Uh, they come back. And they, you know what they did? They went out and played Michigan State, who I believe was also a ranked team at the time. 48-3, to final score. The Buckeyes were that mad. I do, I think, Wisconsin does that to Ohio State by all means. No, but I think they come out and they make it somewhat competitive, at least early in that first half. Then Ryan Day might make his adjustments, and then we pull away. Something of that nature. Uh, But, okay, other big games this weekend, Frank. What's great is you kind of got a great game at each time slot on Saturday. That's a noon kickoff. 3.30, 3.30, you head over to CBS. You get the the uh, SEC special, LSU, minus 11.5 versus Auburn. Give me the Tigers spread. I think we're just that's too many points to sacrifice to a good team. Joe Burrow's proven me wrong a couple times this year. Not that I've bet against him every time, but like in that Florida game, I thought 14 points was too much. No, that was good enough for a push. Uh, but I just don't like double-digit spreads against good teams. Um. Yeah, uh, I am going to be taking Burrow probably in the Tigers. Um, Burrow's my Heisman right now. Um, if he can obviously win these big games against Auburn and then Alabama after that. Um, but, yeah, it's gonna be, that's going to be an awesome game. And then the, the night game is Notre Dame at Michigan. Um, Notre Dame is plus one. Um, that's just wow. After, after the way Michigan's looked, that, that's given Michigan a lot of credit, I'd say. But uh, I, I'll take Notre Dame because I, I want them to beat Michigan. I'm not a huge Notre Dame fan, but I'm not against Notre Dame like some people. I, all right, I like that. Sorry, I was just putting in my no-run first inning bet uh, for World Series Game 2 as we record this on Wednesday night. Can't wait for Scherzer – or no, not Scherzer. I'm an idiot. Verlander and Strasburg to just come out firing, firing blanks in inning number one. Um, I, I so agree. that's enough football talk, Frank. Um, we don't really have any sadder glad beats uh, because we had the, the off week. Um, good to get skip that and we can head into market talk if you're ready uh or um what, well let's let's mention guys fan gamble giveaway presented by pay to play podcast that'll be out on friday um we're gonna give a lucky fan lucky listener of the podcast uh 20 free play on any sport that they like but yeah let's get into the market james and um 
let's talk about the S&P 500. It is uh, above 3,000 again, um, within 1% of its all-time high. And the year-to-date returns for the S&P 500 are just killing it. We're up 21% this year. It seems like it's a great year. But really, from a year ago, uh, last October to this October, we're only up 4% as we had a rough fourth quarter sell-off last year. Um, as you know, maybe some of you know, you guys might not even know that. But uh, for the bottom, though, of that fourth quarter sell-off was uh, on Christmas Eve last year, guys. We hit a low of 23.50 about, right around there, a little bit under it. And the S&P 500 and rising above 3,000 um, is a 28% rise. So uh, it's been a good time since that uh, bottom in October, but uh, still a lot of murky things going on in the global economy. James, what do we got? Frank, sorry, I was putting in another bet. Pick me up. Where, where, <laughs> where are we going for it? Sorry. I got, uh, all right, that all that right. bye week really got to my head. I just... <laughs> I'm talking to myself, guys. I'm I'm talking to the listeners, James. So don't even worry. But uh, Sweet. we're talking we're talking about how things around the world are slowing down a little bit. Uh, Brexit once again delayed uh, for the third time. I, it seems like more than the third time, but they were trying to get it in before Halloween. Um, not going to happen. It seems like uh, in China, the the their uh, third quarter GDP numbers came out six percent growth. That's uh, the lowest in 26 years, which. Seems like crazy because twenty like six like the U.S. having six percent would send stocks booming, but I guess that's bad for China now. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're obviously going to decelerate as they just get bigger and bigger. It's harder to grow, um, and uh, the the law of big numbers, right? Yeah, and it's I mean it's an interesting thing. I we don't even have this written down, but um, historically, small cap, small market cap stocks have outperformed uh, larger market cap stocks, and that's just because a smaller company is able to grow. You know, a million to 10 million is a lot easier than a billion to 2 billion. A million to 10 million is only 9 million more. That's a, but it's, but it's a thousand percent return, you know, versus yeah, that a, billion, is, that is, a billion to 2 billion is another billion dollars and it's only a hundred percent return versus a thousand, you know, just yeah, something like that's, that. Just some simple math. Just and math. it's kind of like China's economy. And that's why their, their growth is slowing. Um, it shouldn't actually be that big of a deal if it's still at that number, even if those numbers that China reports are true. I don't, I don't know if I buy it. Yeah, I agree. I do agree with that. Um, so I think I said the law of big numbers. I probably sounded like an idiot. It's the law of large numbers. My head's a little screwed up. Cooler clothes for me at work. So got, I've uh, been doing a lot of mental math lately, and it's, it's yeah, wearing on me. Speaking of quarter closes, that means we have earnings season uh, for Q3. It is earnings season, yep. Um, and it's been a mixed bag of results so far, uh, mostly better than expected for a lot of companies overall. But um, even so, some companies that have beaten on revenues and uh, earnings maybe have had pointed to some uglier Q4 guidance, though. So, uh, but you know, as I said, the market's within one percent of all-time highs, so it's 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 mostly good, uh, mostly good numbers. Um, and uh, any companies you want to talk about in particular? Uh, I mean, just highlight a couple. I know Microsoft. You're a big Microsoft guy. Uh, they beat earnings earlier today. Tesla had a nice beat. Uh, stock rose up fairly well with it so they rose 12 percent or something like yeah, that yeah they had a, they, they were uh, expected to lose 42 cents per share and they actually came out profitable uh for a dollar 86 cents per share um i am on the tesla q train uh that means tesla bankruptcy i think uh i think they're fudging the numbers a little bit i don't know but i i, I, <laughs> I don't know i i have not made any financial investment into tesla not doing well yeah but happy to see the stock up because i can you know maybe short it at a higher point at some point <laughs> All right. I like, I like that thought. Um, and also another one, uh, Chipotle. Chipotle did beat results, uh, did beat with their results, uh, but they still dropped in stock price. Uh, Might have been one of those scenarios with the, the guidance, Frank, but they did say uh, total store openings would slow this year uh, due to longer construction times of its new drive through type stores. The Ch- Chipotle's, they are called. Uh, so that has investors worried a little bit. Chipotle's, uh, I think from a customer standpoint, sounds pretty cool because I'm all about them just being able to dish dish my bag to me without me walking into the store. Only problem, though, is then you can't get as many forks. So to that end, I also don't like it as a customer. So I'm I'm actually, I kind of, I see I'm what for, the- I'm all for convenience. You're all for convenience. So what does that mean? You you and want to I, be in the drive-thru? You want to be in the Chipotle? Yeah, I, you'll find me in many a Chipotle um, in the future. Okay. All right. That's, that's all. That's all <laughs> I have to say. Um, another name though, you, you wrote that and it reminded me of something I saw this week. It's, it was a funny name for uh, a food product. 
And it's another fake meat product, guys. We love talking about them on here. And this one's from Kellogg's, um, and it's called Incognito. Incognito, um, okay. Incognito, fake meat. Um, it's like fake Italian sausage that uh, Pizza Hut's actually testing for a veggie pizza. Um, they tested today in like one location in Arizona or some crap. But Wow. All right. Um, so we did not get to try that, guys. But uh, Incognito, um, really cool name, I think, just like the Chipotle. Just like the Chipotle. All right. So with that, I think that's enough market talk primarily today, Frank. We're going to wrap this episode up here pretty soon. Buy it or sell it. Uh, not even to go through this full segment either because there's one thing and one thing only that we are buying, um, and that is Call of Duty. Uh, October Let's 25th release go. date. When, if you're listening to this on Thursday, tomorrow. If you're listening on Friday, wow, it's already out. What are you doing? Get to the store. Uh, if you're listening to this on Thursday, it's out at midnight. Get to, the, yeah. get to GameStop. <laughs> or, or or your local vendor of, cho- of your choice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I bought a PS4 literally just for this game, guys. Um, bought a PS4 last week. Haven't set it up yet because I don't have the game I want. So um, Not worth your time. Not worth our time, but James, what's uh, what's uh, in the postgrad plans for the week? Well, we did talk a little bit about pumpkins earlier, um, but I've actually been on an alcohol cleanse the last this today as of the recording is day nine when you guys are listening, probably day ten. Uh, but that ends Friday because we are going to be doing some Halloween partying this weekend, Frank. I am pumped up. You know, we are going to get uh, dressed up in costumes and just get hammered. Pumpkin ales are going to be flying. Uh, some candy as well will be consumed. That's what I'm going to do. Yep. Um, it's been a uh, health, it's been a healthy week and a half for me. So I'm down to get unhealthy again. Yeah. I'll be back in uh, the land. Uh, Jay senior, Jay guide, my father, uh, might be coaching one of his last, uh, games of football. I, I highly doubt it. Um, I think, uh, he's now, he's now called in the play for the freshman at Ed's, uh, offense. He's the old coordinator for Ed's freshman. Um, it's not their last game against Ignatius. They're playing Molder this weekend. Uh, I'll, I'll be out of town in Denver with you next weekend for the Browns, so I can't beat for the Ed Ziggy game. But I'm going to go watch him uh, call a great game and beat, beat Mo. Beat Mo. All right, I love that. Um, Frank, time for our song of the week. Um, this just came out this week, actually. Uh, Mumford & Sons released one that they said never made it onto an album. Uh, so it kind of just found its way out as a single randomly. I don't think they have any plans to release another album anytime soon, but it's called Blind Leading the Blind. Uh, This resonated with me as my last three locks have all lost, and it's kind of sad to me to think about that. Like, So I've been basically blind leading people to think what are locks. Uh, But this week, like we said, uh, we've done our research. I think I I feel a little bit better. I'm no longer blind, and I can lead those Um, that feel blind. Well, I mean, hey, we walk by faith, not by sight. That's just how it is. You, you don't have sight in the gambling game. Um, you, you, you always think you see the board clear. That's when you get hurt the most. Um, so, yeah, be safe out there, guys. Uh, but don't be afraid to be a leader, even if you are blind. You know, we, 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 we put our picks out there publicly. Uh, we got our records on the line, um, and we're not afraid of it. So uh, with that, listen to Mumford & Sons, great band. Uh, James, anything, anything you want to send the people off with? Here we go, brownies. Here we go. Ooh.